Hey, DJs. It is Thursday, June 8th. Uh, the Reds, they're winning the World Series. We have a Game 3 in the Stanley Cup Finals and some baseball bets. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, listen, Ellie Dela Cruz debuted 458-foot bomb. The Reds beat the Dodgers again. They're unstoppable. The Reds are winning the World Series. Uh, listen, I, you know, you remember the hype I was about Vlad Guerrero like three years ago when he came into the league? That's where I am with Ellie De La Cruz. This guy, the fan base, I mean, everything about this team, it's hard, almost impossible not to like this team. The pitching's good. The hitting is fun. The atmosphere is electric. I wish I could watch some fucking games, but, you know, this third shift thing is what it is. But, man, uh, this Red look, they're not even 500. But the hype machine is real. I'm on this train. I am in the front row. Get me tickets. I'm in. Not 500, but only five games out of the Central. I mean, that's it's a winnable division. <laughs> that's a very winnable division. I mean, granted, the Marlins are three games back on the Braves. And so, I mean, eh. um, but yeah, I think they're in a winnable division. I, I don't know if it's this year, a little tongue in cheek with the, the World Series hype, but you had mentioned on an episode. A couple days ago, it's like, yeah, this the, the future of this team is pretty bright. And maybe in a couple of years, you're talking about the Reds once again. I mean, uh, it wasn't that long ago that they were a contender. So uh, amazing. Uh, the, 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 the pitching that they've been able to put together, too, that's, that's a scary team. And what's cool about it is they've done it the right way. They've done it the way you're supposed to, through the draft, through their farm system. They've developed players. They haven't really brought in any you know veterans or they tried that it didn't work and then they kind of got lamb blasted remember last year we talked about their incredibly horrible start the gm i think was really taken back by the, the outlash or the backlash if you will from the fan base like hey i can fucking move the team and it's like right now this team is kind of kind of not really backing the gm but it's like hey fan base sit back and shut up and let us do our thing yeah, I, it, it it really is one of those things where, I mean, they've brought in a couple of just, I won't even say, um, you know, uh, pieces, but, you know, but you know, more like fill-in pieces, like guys like Luke Weaver. It's Luke like, well, Weaver you know, doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, they brought in a couple of guys here and there, but, I, you know, A, do the Reds have what it takes to sign a big-time player? I mean, you, you know, what was, what was the... Is Ken Griffey Jr.? They're still paying him, right? Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, they're still playing him. I mean, like, who was the last big player that these guys paid? It, you know, I, I can't, I can't recall. Like, Nick Castellanos, like, a couple years ago. Mm. Um, yeah, just nothing big. I mean, Joey Votto, I, I don't know if they're, if they're still paying him. He's on the team. But it has been the right direction by getting these veterans out and, you know, doing it the way the Astros did, doing it the way the Cubs did. When they built their World Series team, like I just, I like the direction they're going. Their payrolls dirt cheap. I mean, we're down here in the, the Marlins, you know, Rays kind of payroll. So they've got, they'll get money to spend. And by doing what they're doing with Hunter Green, Nicola Dolo, Ellie Dela Cruz, the guys that they've got, they create themselves as a destination where players will want to come play and jump on this train and be a part of what's happening. So. They could get 
you know, some veterans in the future as this team progresses and the electricity, you know, intensifies. But uh, listen, right where they are, even at five games under 500, the, the, this is success, right? They're, they're having a successful year because you got to love the direction that they're going. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and just to put this in the context, um, Starling Marte of the Mets makes 20 million, 21 million a year. Starling Marte. Starling, Star, Starling Marte is the fourth highest played, paid, uh, paid Met player. Scherzer one, Verlander two, Lindor, and then Marte. Marte makes as much as the Reds payroll. The fourth wow. highest paid player wow. on the Mets is higher than the Reds payroll. Uh, to put this in the context, the Reds payroll is 10% of the Mets payroll. 10% of the Mets active payroll this year. And if if you, if you look at like um uh, if you look at overall payroll too because you have like a uh, um minor league salaries in there, you have injured list, you have uh you know the guys that they got to pay just just because they're not on the active roster. If you compare those two uh then the Reds' uh, payroll does bl- balloon up to about ninety-two million because there is a lot of just uh, you know stuff that they're paying outside of their active payroll. You know, so that's 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 the thing that's killing them is they got a lot of dead money on that team. When that dead money goes away, because um, let's see, you're looking at uh, yeah, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. as we mentioned is making uh, four million dollars this year. Oh, Mike Mustakis. Oh God, twenty-two million. Yikes. Mm-hmm. He's Mike not even was, on the team. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, same thing. Joey Votto on the injured list, $25 million. So there, there's a couple of players there that – but the active payroll, just looking at the active players currently right now, it's about $25 million. That's That's crazy. And and they're they're they've got a better record than the Mets, right? Uh, not maybe not a better record. Maybe maybe it's a better record. It's a better. Uh, no, no. It's almost, almost. Like the, almost. The Reds are twenty nine and thirty three. The Mets are thirty and thirty two. So, but at I this mean, point, that, if the Reds and the Mets hooked up in a series, um, I'm throwing all my, my, all my money on the Reds. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Uh, game three, NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, we have your Vegas Golden Knights up. Two nothing. They did win, uh, and now the series shifts to Florida, where the team of destiny looks to not be swept. Where are you at in this one, Panther? Do you do you finally back your Golden Knights, or is it well they can't they can't lose them all, right? Florida can't lose them all. Well, I bet you know I backed Vegas go, uh, game one. I thought maybe Florida would show up game two, and now this is almost effectively do or die for the Panthers because if they lose this game. It's a wrap. Series is over. They're not winning four in a row against these Vegas Golden Knights, uh, especially when you would have to win uh, two of those on the road. But we'll start here with game three, and it just looks like it just looks like Vegas has, has overmatched Florida. It was a nice swan song. They were the you know Montreal Canadiens of the 2023 season, but I, I just don't know that they're going to. I don't hear what the question becomes. Are they getting swept? There's a chance. I think Florida probably does win this game, but I'm getting Vegas with a plus line. 
I have to take it. So give me the Golden Knights for 10 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I've been on Vegas in the first two games in this one. I'm going to jump ship. I'm going to go to Florida. I think that this is the game that they... It's a, it's definitely a must win. As I think is a game that uh, they should win. Um, the one thing is uh, the, uh, the Panthers basically bullied their way through the Eastern Conference, and they tried to start that stuff in Game One, and Vegas just shut it down. And they're like, "Fuck you, we're we're gonna bully right back." Um, I I think that uh, the Panthers at home. Uh, as long as their goaltending is good enough, I you know should should be able to hang in this one and win it. Um, you know they, they've uh, they've had a really great power play throughout this entire playoff run, not so much in the first two games. So if that balances out to like where it was before the series started, I think that you know they're they're going to antagonize the knights the knights are going to get some penalties and then florida with the with the home cooking calls going to get some uh, some power plays there and that's how they're going to get on the scoreboard here so yeah i'm going to do $10 on florida i don't love it but i i just i don't see them getting swept yeah agreed i think for me like i said i think florida does win this i just couldn't get away from vegas with a plus line so uh, I, we won't put this one in the in the parlay how's that Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, let's take a quick break. After that, we do have some baseball, possibly seven games. I don't know what Panthers betting. He said four. I said three. So usually seven. Hangs tight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. Panther, where are you in baseball today? Uh, we're on the East Coast. We're going to start with the Diamondbacks at Washington. Diamondbacks have actually been a really good uh, road team. They're having a ton of success in Washington. I know we kind of like the value on Washington at home, but it just has not translated. And now Merrill Kelly. You remember a couple years ago when I just absolutely shit on Merrill Kelly? What, what's he doing in the league? He's terrible. He's He's the number two guy on this Diamondbacks rotation behind Zach Allen, um, pitching to the tune of a 2.7 ERA, going against uh, Josiah Gray, who's okay. He's pitching okay, but the Diamondbacks are just the better team. I'm going to eat the chalk and put 10 bucks on the Diamondbacks for the sweep. And a moral support lean on this one. I've been on Washington twice. I'm not chasing waterfalls for a third time. I'm sorry. I've lost my money in this series. Uh, I do think Diamondbacks probably win this one and, and, and close it out today, but uh, just a lean on Arizona. All right, next game up, we're going out into the mountains. San Francisco's at Colorado. Uh, Alex Cobb going against Chase Anderson. And so Alex Cobb, I mean, we've talked about him many times over the years, but Chase Anderson is not really a name that has ever really come up and hey, the guy's on the mound. We really need to take a look at him. But this season, the Rockies gave him kind of a tender to bring him in. They had some injuries in their, in their rotation. They brought him in, and he has been hella good, real good, like at a 1.69 ERA good, even in that thin air of you know the mountains at Coors Field. 
going against a San Francisco team that's not exactly an offensive juggernaut, and they're at minus 190, I just can't get there. I'm going to take a, bat, a flyer here on Chase Anderson and these Rockies at home, plus 160 for 10 bucks. I think it's their only chance is to is to keep this as maybe like a, a four run game. You know, like a, a don't don't let don't let San Francisco score more than four runs, because so far in the series they've combined for 15 runs and it hasn't turned out well <laughs> for Colorado. <laughs> Uh, with the plus line, I also value leaning Colorado with you. I just I don't know if they win it, but the value play is there. All right, next game up. Uh, it's really kind of a duplicate from yesterday, except the Yankees have switched pitchers. Lance Lynn still pitching for the White Sox, so we got a doubleheader if they even play them. Maybe there's going to be some pink skies. Looks like zombie land over there where you're at. I'm not sure what the hell's going on with the air quality and the skies and if they'll even get these games in. But as it is now, Lynn's scheduled to go against Luis Severino. Yankees only minus 140. I love this play. Give me the Yankees for 10 bucks. I, I don't bet doubleheaders. Uh, air quality should be a bit better today. I think um, it, it's, yeah, it was it was crazy. It, I felt like I was in a, a Don DeLillo book yesterday. It was like the airborne toxic event flying around me. Um, I'm my. I don't know if you can tell. My voice is kind of a uh, uh, weak. I think I got some uh, some some of that awful uh, smoke in in in, in there. I'm, I'm probably got the black lung here, Panther. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, minus one forty. Is that the is that the game? Is is that because there's a double header? I'm trying to see which one is, is game one, which is game two. One's one's game, minus one seventy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean minus one forty. I think I think that's a solid play because uh, the the next game after that is Vasquez versus Clevenger, and that's minus one seventy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean the Yankees with you. All right, last game up. We're gonna rip the bandaid off. Your night Mets squadron is gonna throw their you know two hundred million dollar man to some Verlander on the mound. When do you ever ever see Verlander at plus one forty? I, I don't recall ever Dustin Verlander at plus 140, but that's what Spencer Strider does. Spencer Strider skews the line so much. This guy's already over 100 strikeouts on the season. I I mean, the Braves are starting to win at home. Strider's on the mound. Minus 170 is a tad chalky, but the Mets offense sucks, and Strider and the Braves are really good. I'll eat the 170 and put 10 bucks on the Braves. Lots of moral support today. Uh, I almost bet the Braves yesterday. You remember that? I was so close to betting the Braves yesterday. And I was so close to betting the Braves again today. I absolutely think they destroy the Mets because you're right. I mean, Strider is arguably the best pitcher in the na- in National League, you know, possibly baseball. He's, he's amazing right now. And the Mets are just, um, I don't know, they're a few weeks away from probably uh, Showalter being fired and Cohen just going ballistic and, uh, you know, uh, spending even more money to to try to to try to win and then failing. So uh, I'll lean on the Braves with you. I bet four, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I think you only you didn't bet anything with me, did you? Uh uh-uh, uh, nope. Not. Well, there we go, three more. Well, because you know we we made a mistake yesterday when we said that the Reds were going to sweep the Dodgers because lo and behold, there's a fourth game Panther. Today I, was yeah, game, I saw today that. game four, and the Cincinnati Reds again plus one ninety five. Now, today's the day that the Cincinnati Reds are going to sweep the L.A. Dodgers. $10 bet on your 
Queen City Reds? Uh, you know, it's there's a combination here. There's the Kershaw factor and there's the Graham Ashcroft factor. Ashcroft started the season off sensational. But over the last month and a half, he's been garbage. He cannot get out of his own way. He's incredibly inflated ERA and whip. He's very hittable. Uh, Kershaw, in his own right, though, has been hittable on the road. I think the Reds are the value play. I just didn't have enough confidence that they would win four in a row. I'll give you all the moral support on our new favorite team, the Cincinnati Reds. All right. Hey, uh, it was the Pittsburgh Pirates for a bit. It was the Cubs for a bit. Now it's the Reds. I maybe have and and I did like St. Louis going into the season. I give no love to Milwaukee. I blame the Packers on that. I blame Green Bay on that. <laughs> um, Savali taking the mound today for the Gardenians as the Red Sox are in town. I'm getting Cleveland at home only minus one eighteen. I think they get it done today. Ten dollar bet on Cleveland. Yeah, I like that play. I'm not even really sure why I wasn't on it. Um, it's Cleveland's offense that just kind of scares me because they, they really only average about three and a half, four runs per game. It sounds like a lot if you put up four runs every game, but that's not the case with these uh, Gardenians. I'll give you moral support and lean, Cleveland. All right, last one up. Hey, listen, I mentioned the NL Central. I might as well talk about an an NL Central team to close us out. And that's the Chicago Cubs on the road, getting a plus 116 against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Smiley on the mound, having a pretty good fucking season, while Detmers, not so much. I think the Cubs, with the plus line, value play. No, they're not a great road team, but I'm going to do it. $10 bet on Chicago. Now, this is the this is the part where we come in and talk about Detmers. His his overall numbers really aren't that bad. Like he's not one of the worst pitchers, but this guy can't get a win to save his life. Like he can't he can't lose them all, right? If you're gonna win one, you're at home against a team that struggles on the road. I get it, Smiley's pitching well, but the Cubs minus one thirty five. I think today's the day Detmers finally gets one in the win column. I'm leaning the Angels. I mean, to be fair, the Angels do get to stay home because they'll they'll host the Mariners starting tomorrow where uh, uh, the Cubs do have to – it's a little bit of a travel day for them. They have to travel to San Francisco. It's not a huge travel, but still travel nonetheless. California's a big state, but yeah. Uh, like that pitch uh, – we'll talk about that game probably tomorrow. Uh, Cubs-Stroman versus uh, Desclafini of, of the Giants. That looks, looks like a good one. And then Seattle-Castillo versus Otani. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a preview for tomorrow. All right. Uh, Let's put together this parlay. I'm going to put in the Cleveland Gardenians minus 115. Let's see. Where was our agreement? I mean, I'm fine throwing the Braves in minus 170. I I really Uh, i am okay with that. Yeah. Uh, We'll throw them in, and I will let you help me make my choice. What do you like better, the Rockies with that big fat plus line or game one of the Yankees? Probably game one of the Yankees, minus 140. So we're not getting a lot of value on this parlay. Only plus 402, but with three minus lines, I like our odds. <laughs> Take us home, Panther. Yeah, not a great plus line. Um, but, hey, three favorites. I like it as well. We're getting out of here. You guys know we're, hang- we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. It's free. Doesn't cost you a thing. We don't want your money. We just want your friendship. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. 
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.